Welcome to Secret Lowlands podcast. Welcome to a digital connecting space. My name is Agle and today's theme is the power of a ritual. So I invite you to come out for a walk with me again or if you feel like you can join a digital circle as today I've gathered a group of wonderful, beautiful beings sharing what a ritual means to them. So a ritual might be quite a weird word. It's not something what most of us are used to in our day-to-day lives, or maybe we use them, but we don't really mean them. Maybe we perceive them as something related to religion or to sports for example as loads of athletes are known for their famous rituals but what does a ritual mean to us personally there are quite a lot of rituals we do take part in and they are just running somewhere in the background on an autopilot whether it's celebrating birthdays or celebrating Christmas or any kind of celebration I would call a ritual because we do gather on a yearly basis and we do participate in a specific celebration but I think there's much more to it there's much more to a ritual and to the power it contains Um, To me, rituals are more ceremonial and spiritual and they're like an invitation to make peace with the present moment, to stop, to honor it. They're like containers waiting to be filled and they can also be tools that are used to silence our external worlds in order to settle our internal worlds. It's a wonderful way to initiate a new beginning in our life. There are so many ways to really interpret a ritual and I think the most beautiful thing about them is that they can be created in whatever way we like, whatever way suits us most, whatever is the most appropriate and needed in the moment, we create them for ourselves as individuals and we can also create them for groups, for our families, for our friends. This is a tool which I've noticed is wonderful but quite underestimated in our society. Main and most important ritual for me is writing. 
when I wake up, I make some coffee and start to write few pages. I write everything from dreams to plans, how I feel in, in the moment. So yes, why write? I think writing is a sophisticated form of thinking and um, it prepares me to perceive and act properly or normally on a daily basis and uh, when I write about personal important matters I start to identify the causes of events that might hurt and damage me and I start to understand how I might have to change the way I see things in order to avoid unnecessary pain in the future so yeah it's really powerful and um, nice spiritual for me Me. For me, ritual is a lot about something like sacred, but also very simple. Something that allows us to make sense of our guide in life. So we make rituals as in something that makes us feel stable and in control or something that makes us arrive somewhere that we want and probably repetition so the, the repetition of rituals make it either even like it makes it super powerful you know so the more you do something the more you believe in something and the more there is the chance that this thing will bring a certain energy that will bring you exactly where you want. A ritual to me is this awesome portal that allows me to connect to nature, to my emotions, to my body, to other human beings. And ritualizing certain activities and celebrating certain events definitely has brought more awareness, more attention, more meaning into my life and, and those connections. And another important aspect of um, ritual in my life is bringing self-care and showing self-love through performing rituals and it's because rituals are often about something meaningful something that we care for so i feel that making space for that in my life and celebrating it and ritualizing those certain activities is actually a way of showing attention to my well-being and showing myself care and and self-love and staying tuned in I'm interested to hear how people interpret the word rituals and what it means to them because for me it's such an umbrella term and it has a lot of meaning and power behind it you know I think that everyone in their everyday life has rituals 
but they just might not use that word to describe it. You know, for me, a ritual is just a, a meaningful gesture that I do during the act of doing something bigger as a whole. And those gestures have positive intentions behind them. Um, I use the word positive because I think that rituals come from a place of healing, love and appreciation. I incorporate rituals into my life because it allows me to improve my mindset. For example, I can think of just having a bath as washing myself, or I can think of having a bath as healing time, or I can light candles, light incense, play some music, and I can take that time to really relax and, you know, create a sacred space where I can heal. I also think there are many benefits behind rituals, you know, physical, psychological, spiritual benefits that we can all get from doing little rituals. I think rituals are a very positive and beautiful thing and we can learn a lot about ourselves by doing them. So a ritual, yeah. I uh, will take a moment to get myself talking. <laughs> it is not such a straightforward question actually because I feel like I have a very special relationship with rituals and immediately a few very specific ones come to mind and what happened to me with those rituals and how powerful they were magical really it's maybe the closest I got to magic in my life in terms of making something happen. So I have those specific rituals in mind, but to say what a ritual is for me, it is on the verge of the divine. Uh, it is something that is like a connection with this material world, with something beyond. And I rarely talk about these things, I'm realizing just now, that I'm rarely using this kind of words like divine or magic or I don't know what else words. Um, so it's, it's um, tricky to capture this. I feel like I have to be ready for a ritual for it to be meaningful. So sometimes I have this fantasy of performing a ritual just for the sake of making a change in my life or making a certain kind of shift and sometimes it works but but the most powerful rituals that i had it felt like the time was just right and it, it's like a momentum that needs to accumulate and then i go and perform the ritual either with myself or with others and then it it really feels like a symbolic transition point because it's like a point in time uh, that creates the before and after kind of thinking and feeling it kind of divides my history to before and after and it's very clear what's before and after and sharing about the specific rituals it sounds too sacred to share it like that especially that i know that there will be it it will be public from what i understand so i feel some resistance to sharing about what happened specifically like describing the course of events and what i did because some of these rituals that i, I did were very personal and I just kind of designed them on the spot having what I had in my, at my disposal in terms of objects and and sometimes it was something I felt like I needed to get rid of actually these were my most powerful rituals getting rid of something in this way in a ritualistic way so with putting intention into 
that and putting certain things I wanted to let go of into that object and then making it go away somehow so either burning it or throwing it in the water and this feels powerful because this is like a point of no return on a physical level on a material level what happens yeah so if you burn something it's irreversible if you throw something in the lake that's irreversible it's gone so if you create a meaning connected to that or when i created meaning connected to that i think this is what makes it so powerful because you you i I keep saying you because i showed it to myself that this really happened so i let go of fear for example and then get rid of that object that was symbolizing fear for me and then seeing that object disappeared is really powerful because of that it's also something that i would like more of in my life and also with others it feels like as the society that i know we are a bit lost when it comes to these rituals there are a few ones that i know from home from my family traditions connected usually to christmas or easter that still have a bit of meaning but it feels like we need new rituals for a new kind of reality and new kind of life that we are living now and rites of passage specifically i feel like there is not enough of that so marking those meaningful points in one's life and acknowledging them by a wider group of people because because i guess this kind of rites of passage they happen for all of us we want it or not but we all go through some yeah transitions and and transformations and this this happens in the form of people going to thailand to find themselves you know or well people getting married i guess this is still a big ritual but it feels like there's more occasions on which we would need those rituals like finishing school like parents having their children leave their home like a lot of moments that when a person needs adjusting to a new situation because they lose something or they uh, gain something or they transform or just the life context changes and then celebrating it as a ritual with others and having set and accepted way to do that feels like something that would help us us i'm saying us who do i mean (laughs) would help me because i know that there were a few times when i wanted to celebrate like finishing my book recently i didn't really celebrate it i would like to have a ritual around it but i'm sometimes just too shy or too clueless to organize it to make it appealing for others to make it meaningful so and then i just skip it and then i realize i didn't really do anything to celebrate that and sometimes it's about celebration and sometimes it's about grieving i guess but doing something symbolic to acknowledge a change that's what the ritual is for me absolutely love this beautiful digital sharing circle 
sharing circles and experiencing um, a circle of women or a circle of just a group of people sharing and connecting in that way is actually really unique and really powerful and it is in fact also a ritual in itself which we quite often do without realizing after such beautiful and open experiences so generously shared with us here I'm sure that we can better relate to what a ritual truly is or what a ritual can be and I'm sure that now you have much better knowledge and understanding of it. I think it's so important to point out that the way I see the ritual is something that allows us to connect deeper. So that's exactly why I started my first episode with the theme of connection because I felt that now more than ever we need true authentic connections within ourselves and with each other and with our creativity and with nature and with beauty and wonder of life. <laughs> Seriously, I feel like this is so important because the more I observe myself and people around me, our lives are becoming consumed by busyness and projects and productivity and constant go-go-go attitude and there are less and less moments of appreciation unless we consciously create them. They are non-existent and it's so simple to let the day pass being completely immersed into our screens without going outside, without spending a little time with ourselves, with our feelings, without taking a minute to appreciate something good. And so once we get lost in that hamster wheel of work, 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 we lose our connection with our life energy. And suddenly things might start to seem quite sad and difficult and depressing and we might start feeling lonely and alone and it might feel like nothing's exciting in our lives and this is deceiving because there's always something wonderful there's always a silver lining in whatever situation but we need to bring that into our lives we need to bring that in consciously and so that is why i think rituals are such brilliant tools for us to recalibrate they are brilliant tools to celebrate life celebrate moments and tiny little things because you know what what is the point of this life anyway if we just if we spend most of the time not enjoying it? So I really want to dive deeper into finding joy in the mundane. And it's true that a ritual can also be used not only for something 
fun and fuzzy and happy, but also it could be a wonderful tool for grief, accepting, letting something go, whether it's a relationship or a loss, any kind of loss. So a ritual is simply a container around the moment which has a particular time and place and space and all it needs is to be filled with all sorts of things, whatever feels right in that moment. It can be filled in with sounds and words, thoughts, intentions, lights, colors, tastes, whatever comes to your mind. And when we give it the beginning and an end, that is it. That's when we create a ritual. We can assign specific symbols and meaning. You know, it's really up to our creativity how far we want to take it. And that is wonderful. And if you feel like that is such a weird concept, then start exploring this on your own because rituals are truly powerful not only when they are performed by a group of people but they're also extremely powerful while they are performed on our own a ritual within yourself rituals that are known to us normally are given to us by our cultures and religions and our families but now is really the time to create our own rituals because life demands it and I really love what Marta said in her sharing that we do need to create new rituals for a new life for a new time for a new world our world is is changing is different it is important to acknowledge that. Also, what is truly fascinating to me that there's quite a lot of scientific research done on rituals and all scientists and anthropologists who researched all sorts of rituals around the world, they always arrive at the same conclusion. They say that a ritual is neither good or bad, but is definitely powerful. I'm sure that most of you know that uh, loads of cultures around the world have very different, unique rituals. And of course, we can always see them in the way people are dealing with death and the way people are celebrating marriage and all these kind of important points in our life. But there's also one which is quite important, although not so much celebrated in Western culture, is the rite of passage, initiation passage to adulthood for, for kids all over the world. The point of all of them is that a child is faced with a challenge and during that challenge, at that specific age, he gains experiential memory of a particular lesson which will guide him in in his adult life and it is very impressive especially because the research also shows that people who take part in rituals that are painful and exhausting 
The people who take part in these rituals, they have much more relaxed and healthier, psychologically healthier lifestyles. And another funny thing is that apparently people who take part in rituals that are exhausting and painful, they are much more likely to donate money and um, the amount of money they donate depends on how difficult and exhausting physically the ritual was to them, which is quite a crazy thing. Another completely fascinating uh, research done in Spain, where a whole village participates in fire walking ritual. People are walking on fire and that ritual is a huge part of their identity. And once researchers looked deeper into this ritual, they realized that while the villagers are taking part in it, everyone's heart rate sinks up. That is how aligned everyone gets during that ritual. That is how connected everyone is during that ritual. And that their well-being and their connection to each other is much better than the groups of people who have not participated in such rituals or who are strangers to this village. So for example, if you were a tourist visiting and participating in this ritual, you would not be affected in the same way as the people of this community are, which is also such a such an impressive discovery. Emily Durkheim was a French sociologist uh, who coined a term collective effervescence, which is that wonderful feeling when your sense of self slackens, which allows much deeper and much open connection with people around you and you feel so much more in sync so this happens i'm sure that most of us experience something like this for example while in a music festival right while we are surrounded by so many other people being so happy enjoying the music quite likely in that moment most of us would be experiencing quite a similar heart rate as well. According to Shira Gabriel's research, who is a psychologist, effervescent experiences, they fill the human need for belonging. So it makes so much sense why ancient pilgrimages and fasting days and modern protests and pro-sports events they help people to lead happier and more connected and personally more meaningful lives, which is quite interesting, right? Just participating in these events. It's actually quite a ritualistic nature of ours. And that makes me question whether protests are our new rituals. Because clearly we all need to feel like we belong. And if we don't, our psychological health and as a result, the rest of our health, physical, emotional, it all suffers. So a ritual is a perfect tool to create this synchronicity with other people. Maybe that explains that these days we struggle to understand each other and we struggle to sync up 
because we do not really have proper kind of rituals the the way our ancestors used to and there is so much more research on on rituals and the power of them for example dealing with anxiety and uncertainty and unknown people engaged throughout history people engaged in all sorts of rituals and repetitive actions repetitive motions because that provided them with comfort and sense of control, even in situations which were completely out of control. And that would provide them with confidence. And confidence would allow them to move through those moments of uncertainty. And this very well explains why there are specific rituals for grieving. Because that gives people a sense of control which is completely shattered when someone dear to you is lost. There is also a more recent study, which is completely crazy to me. Apparently, that um, it, this was done at Harvard Business School, and apparently this research discovered that performing a short ritual before eating a chocolate, broccoli, or a carrot can make the food taste better. And uh, this explains little things like wine tasting sessions and all sorts of tasting sessions because there is a specific ritual performed before we actually get a chance to eat. And our expectation is already awakened and we're already salivating before we actually try that particular food or drink which makes us appreciate it and savor it more. So for example if we took time to always appreciate our meal before eating it with a few words of gratitude I'm sure that we would enjoy our food much more as well and also it would be more mindful consumption which again is quite important to us because these days most of us eat in front of our laptop while we are still kind of half working and no wonder we have so many weird health problems because we are completely mindless while we are eating. So here we are, we have quite interesting scientific data which does show that a ritual can be a very powerful tool. However, the way I explore them and the way I want to encourage people to use them is in order to make our lives a little bit more exciting, which I don't mean that they're not. They are exciting already. So rituals are perfect tools to notice that magic around us in our lives and the interesting thing about the rituals that even if they do not have any direct impact on our physical world they can in fact transform our inner worlds and so if our inner worlds are transformed our external world is transformed automatically i want to encourage you to start designing your own authentic rituals which will serve you in all sorts of moments. You can start where you are, you can write down free habits that you already have and that are genuinely nourishing and restorative 
healthy and self-loving and you can start making your rituals from there. You can give them beginning and an end, you can bring in some intentions, some music, create a cozy atmosphere, you can cook a delicious, meaningful meal, you can use washing yourself as a beautiful ritual which Abby talked about before or you can just plan something playful for yourself which I think we don't do enough these days so plan some sort of game which you haven't done before for example even as simple as randonauting if you haven't heard about it just research google it you'll see that it's pretty cool in this way, you can bring much more excitement into your life. Little things like that have so much power. And also, if you are creating, designing a ritual for a group, it can be for any, for any occasion as well. Whether it's a new beginning or an ending, whether it's for grief or joy or a new project or depression illness or new home, heartbreak or just any moment. It doesn't have to be pre-planned and organized the way I described. It can be very spontaneous. Whatever it is, as long as it is meaningful to you, a form of a ritual, an act of a ritual is encoded into us through our ancestors who had to use their intuition and had to figure out how to be grounded and in control in the moments when they could not control anything at all, when they completely depended on nature and that allowed them to be so deeply in tune with it. This is part of our subconscious and so celebrating any moment is inviting our consciousness inviting ourselves to be present in the life which is unraveling in front of us. And it's a good time to remember that we are creators of our own experience and whatever life we have is manifestation of our own thoughts and behaviors and that we always have huge power to transform it so I suggest we start now thank you again so much for listening and as always i'm open and willing to hear any feedback you have whether you resonated whether you made it to this point or not all would be so appreciated so thank you again and have a beautiful life <laughs>